Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie. It's so great to have you with us this afternoon and excited to share this next little bit of time with you as we talk about social media publicity shortcuts for speakers. I'm excited to be sharing with you today some of the things that I've learned over my past whatever, 15, 20 years in uh, social media, and uh, as one of the early early adopters of, of Facebook and Twitter, and uh, it was fun back in the day when my kids would say, I think she knows more about this than you do, and uh, it's just so fun to have evolved with it over time and to have learned how to use it successfully is um, just a great way to communicate with friends and family as well as a great way to communicate uh, what I do as a speaker, as a, a transformation, a perspective transformer as a, a minister around the world, and, and I want to share some of those things with you today. So buckle up, grab a notepad, and let's go ahead and get started. We're going to talk about how to think about social media sharing in a way that will radically increase your booking potential as a speaker, what to share, when to share it, with whom to share it, and while they'll thank you, and then how to audit your own social media presence for growth opportunities, as well as how to start asking yourself and others the right questions. We are right now two-thirds of the way through the speaker booking kickstart, uh, and this is the program that is talking about the social media aspect of it. Before I dive into the things that I've learned and want to share with you today, I would just want you to know I've been doing interviews, uh, Facebook Live, and audio recordings with some of the um, speakers at womenspeakers.com who get booked a lot and, and just have been with the site for a long time, love the site, and have really learned to use it. And one of the questions I've been asking them is, how much do you use social media? What does your average day look like? And you will be maybe happy or maybe sad to learn that there is no two, there are no two answers the same. Uh, these speakers who speak a lot, who uh, have get booked a lot, they they do all different kinds of social media involvement. My goal in sharing that piece of information with you is to first of all help you to become more comfortable with a where you are right now with social media and be where God is taking you with social media. So one of the things I've been talking to the speakers a lot about interviewing them is how do they charge? You know, what's, what's their fee structure? How do they come up with it? Um, and again, my goal there is to make you more comfortable because actually what's going to happen? So if you think about a sales scenario, you walk into somewhere and you're thinking about buying maybe one of the cars on the lot or whatever. If the sales professional that is working with you is comfortable is well under is understanding very well the cars that he's representing and he's comfortable getting the information that you need to have in a car and he makes all of this comfortable for you, you're more likely to buy from him 
Then when you walk into a lot and the person only wants to sell you the one car that he's going to get a bonus on, or worse, he really doesn't know anything about how to sell it all. He doesn't understand how to get what you need, how to figure out, you know, what car might be a good fit for you. He's just all focused on trying to remember his sales pitch, things like that. When you're a speaker and you come off salesy like that or you come off uncomfortable, it's less enjoyable of an experience for the planner and she's less likely to book you. When you are very comfortable in your own skin, comfortable with who God made you, with what he called you to do, who you're supposed to be, for other people, you'll come across like that. And it's just it. the number one reason that planners don't book people from a website like womenspeakers.com is because of fear. They're just afraid that the person that just is going to come out is going to be embarrassing, somehow not what they need because they don't know this person in advance, right? So the more that we can do to put them at ease, to comfort them, to help them to understand, okay, we love Jesus, we love women, we are ready, we are ready to come and, and fill this need that you have and do it your way, uh, fit into their program, the more likely you are to be booked. Now, what does that have to do with social media? Everything. Because that's how we check each other out these days, right? Uh, so I'm going to go through some of the ways that you can use womenspeakers.com as well as other social media um, posts to actually increase your credibility, to increase your uh, interactivity, interconnectedness on Facebook and other um, platforms, as well as be perceived as the professional speaker that you are and to get more booking. The first thing I want to address is how to do media sharing in a way that will radically increase your booking potential as a speaker. Many of you um, have social media pages already, and if you don't, I'm going to go back to the basics and just give you a few tips on starting some of those up uh, in a little bit here. But right now, for those of you who have social media uh, profiles out there already and pages that are active, what I want to talk about right now is how you perceive your social media presence. You should perceive that presence in the same way you perceive your presence all the time. Are you the type of person that goes to the grocery store in your sweatpants and your hair um, up in a towel, or are you the kind that gets dressed nice whenever she goes out? You know, who are you? However you are, who you are, go out into the public uh, view, and that's how you should present yourself on social media. It should be consistent. That's the number one thing, be consistent. Uh, be authentic and be real, be yourself. So if you wouldn't typically hang your dirty laundry out in your front yard, then don't hang it out on your social media page. That would not be congruent. Um, if you typically talk to people in a small group setting about political things, then talking to them in social media about political things would be congruent. That would be true. And that would maybe even be an important, important piece of information for someone to know about you, that you're going to talk about those wherever you are. But if you don't, and you're just using social media as a, you know, a place to vent, uh, to view your social media persona or profile or personality in the same way you view your current personality or your actually physical personality. I always consider like someone else's Facebook page or a LinkedIn page, those are their own living rooms. So if I go to someone else's page, uh, I'm just going to use Facebook as the main example here because for most of us that is where we are actually getting most of our interaction. A lot of you are getting, and I, I use LinkedIn a lot. But LinkedIn is a different kind of an animal. We're going to talk about more like a Facebook sharing right now. 
So at the Facebook pages, when you go to someone else's page, etiquette is to behave as if you went into their home, into their living room, and you've joined a party that they're hosting. So typically when you're on someone else's page, you will not be posting promotional things about yourself, just like you wouldn't walk into somebody's party and start handing out business cards. It would just be You want to just do what they're doing. So if you come into someone's page and it's their birthday, join in. Give them a birthday celebration. Uh, we had an anniversary this week. If it's someone's anniversary, celebrate with them. If they've just lost a loved one, uh, give condolences. You're, you're joining their living room. Whatever that is going on there right there, that's what you're joining. You don't come in with your own agenda. And so that's the number one mistake I see people make is they take over a wall. They come in, they do what they want to do on the wall, but that's not your wall, that's their wall. So just view this as if it's a real live space, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, what to share. This is a long list, so get your, get your notepad ready because I'm going to go down this list of what to share. So the first thing, um, the first thing that you can share is you can share things that are posted by other people that you resonate with. So, for example, if I hear a song, I just did this, I think yesterday or the day before, someone shared a song, um, How Great Thou Art, that was done by some high school students, and I just loved it. It made me cry. So I shared it on my page, and I just wrote, I love this, I love this, and I love these kids uh, singing a song about God's greatness, and I love the great God who the song is about. Um, so you share something that someone else has posted out there, but you own it by putting a personal comment with it. That makes it yours. And again, you just want to do things that are congruent. So if you see something and you think, oh, if I share this, maybe I'd be more popular or whatever, that just isn't going to work. But if you share things that are congruent with you, then when others who are congruent with you or have the same interests and like you see that, they will know, oh, we have these things in common. And that's actually what you're going for. So the kinds of things that you can share that other people post would be songs, uh, quotes maybe, um, memes, which would be just a lovely picture with possibly some words on it, maybe motivational words or a Bible verse or something. Um, a video, uh, funny videos, animal videos, this kind of things really get a lot of response. And you don't have to always find them yourself. See them going by in your newsfeed and it resonates with you, share it to your own page. That's a great way to get involved in social media and to increase your visibility as well as to help people know who you are. So the whole point of being involved in social media is to let people get to see the real you. Who are you? Do I like you? You know, would I like to share you with my women's group? You know, I mean, that's the whole point. So the things that you share need to resonate with who you are, but they don't necessarily have to be original. There are some things, of course, that you can share that are original that are going to really help people get to know you and as long as you, you know, as long as you put it out there in ways that are shareable, it's possible that a women's ministry leader may share it with her team, that people that you've already spoken at their event may share it with, you know, their gals or whatever. You know, it, you have these items that are shareable and then you have things that, you know, you're just putting out there for people's information. You don't really expect to go viral or anything. You're just putting it out there because it's your day. Information to share is personal stuff. This is by far the most popular uh, thing on Facebook something very personal about you. Um, I tend to respond personally, me, Marnie, I tend to respond to posts that are either celebratory or condoling in, uh, in nature. So um, recently had a friend who you know, has an issue with her eyes. She may lose her eyes. Um, I have another friend who was recently diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. 
these types of posts um, capture my heart, and I stop what I'm doing, and I respond. I respond either with a, a caring thought, or I'm praying for you, and pray for the right then, or whatever, whatever it is. And the, the same with, let's say, a new baby. These kinds of things capture my attention. I stop what I'm doing. I get involved in that page. I think of that person again. I pray for them. I praise for them, whatever it is. And when you share something personal, too, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing on earth. Obviously, the examples I'm using are, you know, huge. But just even the small things, you know. I saw an old friend today uh, and a picture with her, you know. <laughs> things like that or a picture with you and your grandfather, you and your kids or, you know, you and your grandma. It doesn't matter. Those kind of personal things really, really add depth and value to your profile. So don't be all business because actually Facebook is a very, um, it's very relational. And people want to feel like they're part of your life. I always say about social media that the key with social media is giving people advance notice. When you're my best friend, I'm going to whisper to you something that's going to happen. You know, I've got this exciting thing and it's going to happen. I didn't want to tell everybody, but I wanted you to know. That's how your Facebook friends and your friends online want to feel about you. They want to feel like they're in that inner circle that knows things in advance. So if you've got a big speaking trip coming up or a big missing trip coming up or something like that, a lot of people will wait until they come back and then give the report afterwards. But I just have a secret for you. People want to know in advance. So you just start gathering pictures of the country you're going to or pictures of the church or the retreat center you're going to be speaking at. And you just start dropping those out, you know, six weeks until I speak at, you know, Sandy Cove or whatever it is. So uh, just let people in on it and advance. They love being in the inner circle. So what are some other things then? Okay, so we can share things that other people post, but then we can share personal stuff. And I don't, by personal stuff, I don't mean the kind of stuff that you shouldn't be sharing. Don't be sharing things that aren't yours to share, and don't share things that, are, you know, that you're not ready to share. Um, use common sense, of course. But as able, share some personal stuff, at least some things about your life that aren't all business. Then there's this whole group of things that I'm going to encourage you to share as a public speaker. Because people forget that you're a speaker. They don't know that you're a speaker. They heard you speak once, but they weren't thinking of having you again. But when they see something about you being a speaker, they're like, yeah, that was really awesome. We love that. You know, spent a couple of years, let's have her back. So as you, as you drop things like this out there, they will be more inclined to contact you again than if you hadn't, than if they hadn't seen it. So when, uh, when I post on social media, I have two thoughts going in my head. Everybody can see this. Most everybody isn't going to. So that's kind of, those both are in my head. It's like a 50-50 thing. I'm not going to post it unless it's okay for everybody to see it. And I realize that when I post it, most people are not going to see it. Uh, life is too busy. They have to be online within a short period of time after your post in order for them to see your exact post. So people often say to me, well, I'm sure you saw on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And, and then they tell me what, I was, what they're sure I saw. And it's, wow, I didn't. You know, I have over 4,000 friends and I just don't see that much. I have to go like to your page to see it. Uh, so don't assume people are seeing things, and don't worry about sharing too much. Um, if you share, you know, 10 or more times a day, that's not too much. But um, from my perspective, and maybe that's fine for some things. 
But uh, if if you're just sharing, you know, if you're sharing a couple times a day or uh, several times a week, that's not too much, and most people aren't seeing most of the things that you're sharing. So be brave. Be brave. Um, before I go into the list of other things that you can share about your speaking ministry that will really help to promote it, I want to pause for just a moment and back up. Because um, I wrote a book a while ago called uh, Sane. Um, so, so I have to think of the name of it now. Sane Social Networking or Social Social Media Shortcuts, and that I use that to keep my social media involvement in 15 minutes a day. And so when I when I wrote that book, there was actually at that time. There was a, um, and you can get it, by the way, you can get it for free over at uh, Marnie.com. Just go to the store. And it's called Fame Social Networking Success. There we go. In 15 minutes of I can't remember the name of my book. Um, when I wrote it, there was actually uh, an, or, uh, a website called Ping, like Ping Pong, P-I-N-G dot F-M. And now it's been replaced by, by bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, or Google, the short, the Google short, um, C-O-G-L. Uh, G-O-D-L.E. So these are the shortening services that you can use now. At the time I wrote it, it was ping, C-I-N-G dot F-M. And I used the analogy of ping pong. So in order to reduce your time on social networking every day, you're going to ping something out um, a few times a day. Maybe at that time I was doing four a day. And then you're going to pong only once or twice a day. So in the game of ping pong, you send the ball over, they send it back, you send the ball over, they send it back, you send the ball over, they send it back. And you can envision, and some of you are already experiencing this, that you can be doing this all day long. Now, you may not be actually advancing uh, your ministry or getting the work done you're supposed to be getting done, but you can indeed play ping pong on social media all day, every day, if you choose to. So because I couldn't do that, and I still don't do that, um, what I do is I play ping pong, but I ping several things out before I pong. So I ping something, but I don't look at everybody's responses until typically I do it once a day. I just do once a day. I go in, I look at my stream, and I see who's responded to me. If you're looking on Facebook, you just go up to the top right, it's that little world that says notifications, and you can see every single person who's responded to you since the last time you checked. If you're on Twitter, it's under notifications. If you're in uh, LinkedIn, it's under messaging or notifications. I mean, all of these sites have something like that that makes it easy for us to uh, ping out things regularly, but only pong a certain amount of time every day. So that's what I do. That's what I encourage you to check out. If, if you want to get more involved in social media, but you're not sure that you can sit online and uh, monitor it all day, don't worry, you don't have to. It's a choice. So check out my book, um, Sane. Uh, Social Media Success in 15 Minutes a Day, available over at Marnie.com for free. All right. The other thing I encourage you to do is, if you haven't, I encourage you to set up a social media profiles at the sites where your people are hanging out. How do you know where your people are hanging out? It's because you get invitations to join them there. So, for example, if people are inviting you to join LinkedIn, you probably need to be there. And I can just tell you that a lot of times if I need a radio guest for a certain topic and I can't find her at womenspeakers.com, I go to LinkedIn. That's my, that's my number two choice to find um, a presenter, an expert on a topic. If you're a, you should be at LinkedIn because people are looking there for people who speak and who can be experts on certain topics for them. So what you do, though, before you're going to do that, just create one document, a master document, 
that serves kind of like a resume, but let's call it your social media resume, okay? So in one place, you want to answer all those questions that all the different social media sites are going to ask you for your profile. The reason I brought up LinkedIn right now is because if you do it correctly for LinkedIn, if you do LinkedIn correctly, let's put it that way, you will have all the information you need for all the other social networks already done for you, and you can just copy and paste it. So if you choose to go into, you know, anywhere, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, anything else that you choose to do, uh, you can just copy and paste the stuff that you put in at LinkedIn and use that everywhere. It just saves time instead of create your uh, history every single time you open up one of these new uh, social media profiles. All right. Now that we have covered the ping pong <laughs> analogy, let's go back to some things that you can share of your own stuff that's going to increase your publicity as a speaker and possibly bring you more connections, more invitations. And that's kind of our goal here today is talk about how to do that in a natural flow. The first thing I'm going to encourage you to share is whenever you get a reference. So after a speaking engagement, uh, we often get a ref referral from the event planner. I always ask, and uh, as I've been doing the interviews with the speakers too, most of them ask. Um, it's just part of our process, and most planners uh, mean to do it, and a lot of planners do it. Uh, so a lot of the gals use the womenspeakers.com uh, referral page just as their standard way to ask. They just send over a little note and say, um, thanks so much for posting me. If, if you are satisfied with how I, how I serve your group, if you would be willing to take a moment and just put a positive uh, post for me over at womenspeakers.com slash name, and then they just give them their URL to the page right where their link is. The planner can put it right there. It goes public. Now, in that moment that that reference goes public, it goes, it sends the speaker, it sends you, the speaker, to the front page of womenspeakers.com. All of a sudden, you are on the front page because you have the most recent uh, reference. You have the most recent public reference. It also you the opportunity in that moment to thank the planner um, by, what I do is I just do a screenshot at the top of your keyboard, uh, right after all the F numbers or somewhere in that area up there, you'll see a little button that says print or PRTSTR or something like that. If you click on that, it actually takes a picture of whatever's showing on your on your screen right then. So if you go to the front page of womenspeakers.com after you've gotten a reference, and there you are on the front page, and you take a screenshot of that, and then you put that, you you go to the planner's Facebook page, and you uh, you share it there, or even better, go to your own Facebook page and uh, put it there. Uh, just copy and paste, put a little note and say, thanks to, you know, Donna Harrison of, you know, um, Southside Baptist Church. Um, I'm on the front page of, of womenspeakers.com. I love speaking for groups. Let me know if I can serve you. And then if you use her name, it highlights her name, and that tags her that she's been tagged in a, in a post by you. And when she checks her notifications on Facebook, when she pongs, she sees, oh, that was so nice. Oh, I didn't realize it was going to put her on the front page. How wonderful. You know, so I mean, this is just a really great win-win. You're letting other people know about, uh, about your availability and how great of a job you do. You're letting her know that you really noticed that she took the time to do that and you appreciate it. And, of course, you got on the front page of womenspeakers.com. All of these things are positive. 
the more references you have at womenstreet.com, the more likely a planner is to feel safe and secure with you. And again, the number one reason they won't look you is because there's some little red flag or some hesitation, some fear that's not being addressed. So references are a huge win-win. And the other thing is you can actually go to the reference page itself, right where the reference is showing up at womenstreet.com. And on the right-hand side, you can publish it to Facebook, Twitter, right there. You just press the buttons and boom, it publishes it right out to your own pages right that moment from, from womenspeakers.com. So this is a huge, easy, easy way to share uh, kudos that are public, but who would see them, right? If you don't share them, who's going to see them? On the front page of womenspeakers.com, but your group, your followers, your friends wouldn't see them unless you post it. So go ahead and do that. And people, you know, it's not like tooting your own horn. You really didn't. Someone else tooted your horn. Um, womenspeakers.com put you on the front page. This isn't you toting your horn. This is saying, wow, look at what happened to me. This is awesome. You know, so go ahead and do that. Another thing you want to share from your own repertoire is a new topic. So you've come up with it. And we had all last week, if you missed that training, go back and get it because topics are hugely magnetic. And uh, the search engines love a good topic. And we'll show you in the search results if you've got your topic formatted right at womenspeakers.com. So when you have a new topic, be sure to share that. First of all, share it at womenspeakers.com. Every time you add a new topic or refresh a topic at womenspeakers.com, immediately you go on the front page. Then you can take a screenshot. Then you can share that to your social media. Or you can go on your new topic page and you can share that directly to your social network. Why not? It's a great way to get it out there. And again, you didn't create this whole new topic. You didn't work on this for hours. You didn't pray about it. You didn't study. You didn't pour love into it all this time so nobody could hear about it. You did it because God put it in your heart to share it with people. So go ahead and be bold and share it with your social network. That is the way that people find you. Okay, number three is share whenever you are booked. So when someone actually contacts you and says, I would like to book you for a speaking experience or a speaking engagement or it's confirmed, don't you know, you can what what you can do is if someone's just interested in you Say, got a fun call today from a church in, you know, wherever, you know, Chattanooga, who's interested in having me come um, speak at a retreat. Excited, curious if this will work out. That's fine. But if you're going to name the church, then you really want to have it finalized. You want to have the booking agreement in hand. Don't, um, don't put it out there until it's time. But when it's time, sharing a booking is a great way to increase your visibility. And then, what you want to do is you want to offer the planner the possibility of you promoting her event at womensevents.info. So when you're logged into your profile at womenspeakers.com, if you're a speaker or a featured speaker there, on the left side, if, and then it has view events or add events. So you would just offer this planner. You know, I'm coming to speak for your uh, fall conference, and this is for uh, over 100 women are expected to come. It's open to the public, and it's a Christian women's event then it qualifies to go in at womensevents.info. Now, if she comes in and does it herself, I think it's like $29.95 or something to uh, promote it there. But you can do it for free because you already have a paid membership with womenspeakers.com. So you can go ahead and promote that for free under your profile. Okay, well, here's a win-win, right? Okay, so now you promote her event at womensevents.info. So she's excited because you're helping with the promotion. Thank you, speaker, that I just booked. That's awesome helping already. And then you go over to the event that you have on your site, on your page, 
and you click the social media to share that at Facebook and Twitter. Um, so you're actually further promoting it, but at the same time, you're showing everybody, I'm excited because I get this in the event calendar with Beth Moore and, you know, Joyce Myers and Phyllis here and all those, you know, I mean, you're right there, you're right there with the big girls. So um, just it's just a wonderful way to, again, increase your credibility to allow a planner to say, oh, okay, look at it. I mean, she's got like four upcoming events that are major events here. This is awesome. Yeah, we can bring her in. So I just encourage you, every which way you can, be sharing these things publicly. And you might feel like, oh, that's too much. It's not too much. I mean, if you put one of these out a week, that's hardly anything. You could do two a week, three or four a week, and still be fine. So don't, don't feel like it's too much. And if you, if you only do one a month, that's like hardly ever, and hardly anybody's going to see it. So just feel free to just do any of these anytime. That's the event. Um, another one that I just love, and you can do this one really frequently, is to share an insight you've gleaned from one of your study times. So as a speaker, we're always, um, we're always studying and learning and growing. We're reading great books. We're uh, diving into the Bible to find, you know, to find stories or illustrations or, or principles that we can share in our talk. And so on a study day, let's say that you found four really terrific quotes. And you're thinking about using them in your talk at, you know, the Chattanooga event or whatever. Uh, so just post one of them today. Say, I was so I was working on my my women's conference for Chattanooga, and I found this awesome quote. Wanted to share it with you. And even if you if you make a little picture out of it, it's called a meme. That's a that's a background picture with words on it. Uh, that's really highly shareable. If it's a really great quote, people will start to share that around. Make sure to share something like that on the Facebook event page for that group. So, uh, you know, they may have already an event set up for it, or maybe that women's ministry has a page, and they want to know that you're studying six, six months in advance and that you're excited about it and that you're finding cool quotes. And it won't steal your thunder. Don't worry. People can't remember that much. They may have a sense of a little bit of a familiarity if they saw it before, but don't worry. They won't have memorized it, and they probably won't even remember that they saw it before. It takes a while for it to get in people's heads. So be brave. But one of the best things to share is insights because this is like this is like the ultimate with. First of all, whatever just tickled you or comforted you or thrilled you or whatever that you learned in that study time, when you share that, that is just like you standing on a platform sharing. It really is. I mean, communicating this concept, this principle, this insight that thrills you with the audience that sees it that day. And so many people will write down underneath, I needed that, or wow, what a cool thing, or they'll just press share, or they'll press love, or like, or whatever. So just know, this is truly a platform. Your social media profiles are truly a platform for you to be speaking the truth of Christ all the time. Don't hide these things under a bushel. Let your light shine <laughs> starting today. All right. So, um, you know, it kind of touched on it with the insights, but let's talk about images. A lot of times you're going to create an entire PowerPoint presentation for a talk, especially if you're, at, if you're at kind of a work, if you're a workshop leader or uh, maybe you're at a convention that you're doing multiple talks. Uh, a lot of times I do PowerPoint presentations, and there are some of the presentation slides that are just standalone awesome. 
you know, it tells the story of that particular point or concept that I'm trying to get across. When you have a great um, PowerPoint slide like that, go ahead and share that one slide individually. Why not? It's a meme. It can start going around the web. And if you want to, and, and like I encourage you, if you're making PowerPoints for your presentation, go ahead and actually copyright those at the bottom. Uh, you have to either buy the images or get permission to use the images. You can't just go find images and use them for free. Everything, you know, you always have to give credit where credit is due. You want people to do that for you. Of course, you want to do it for other people. But once you have permission to use that image or you own it, then go ahead and, and, and copyright it. And instead of doing the copyright, www.marnie.com on the bottom. And so then when I share it uh, across the social network, then it's always, always being um, uh, publicity back to my main website. So you can do that too. Why not? You, you're already doing all the work of putting that PowerPoint together. Why not use it at your social network? Uh, it's a great way to do it. The other thing is, let's say that you go and you do this event, and they have recorded it or videotaped it. Wonderful. As soon as that hits your web, um, maybe you've got it in your website, or possibly you've uploaded something to YouTube. Share that with your social network. So you're getting the point. Basically, anything that you are doing that is unique to you, that's what you're wanting to share with your social network. And you're sharing it, A, there's value to it. It, it is somehow a representation of you, who you are, the authentic you. And that's what we're trying to do with social media. Is we're, trying to, um, we're trying to connect with people, uh, the real authentic us with the real authentic them. It's very difficult to do in social media because it's, you know, it's not face-to-face. -face. We don't have the body language. We don't have the vibrations. We, you know, we're, missing, we're missing so much. But when you can put something out there that's truly you, that just you loved it. It, was, it, it, it moved you. Something, something about it just resonates with you. Then people begin to get the idea of who the real you is. And this is what we're trying to do. All right. So when you get a booking, you want to share that. When you have a new PowerPoint, you can share that. Um, also, if you ever get media coverage, um, share that. That's a big deal. Uh, again, adds credibility, but also, let's just step back for a moment. If somebody from the media contacts you and wants to do an interview with you, that means that they believe that whatever you're going to say, that the input you're going to provide is valuable. So they've already told you this is the kind of thing that other people want to hear. You see? And and that's why it has so much value is because somebody else has validated what you already knew was important, like God put it in you and you've been trying to share it and you've been trying to tell people about it. But when the media contacts you and says, we want you to share it now in this, on this platform with us or on this program, uh, all of a sudden you have this internal validation. And I like to go back to that verse in Psalms, but another man's crazy, not your own lips. So all of these things that we're talking about here really truly are, are being validated by other people in a way that people can understand and appreciate. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is um, an audit that you can do of your social media uh, posts, like the things that you're actually putting out there. So the audit you can do is just look at your own page, look at your own Facebook page or your own LinkedIn page or whatever it is, and just say, if I was an event planner, if I was an event planner, 
Like how far down would I have to scroll to find something about your speaking tips? Could it be like three weeks ago, six months ago, yesterday? How much of a speaker really are you? Like if you very rarely ever talk about it, right? So if you want to be perceived as a speaker, all of these things I've been talking about, sharing, your references, topics, the books, your events, insights into the study days, your images that have your, like your PowerPoint memes, um, the quotes, videos, themes, all your personal stuff, all this stuff is playing into a persona. They never see anything about you being a speaker, but I'm going to think about booking you, and I've just visited your Facebook page or LinkedIn page to learn more about you, but I can't see anything about you being a speaker involved in any kind of speaker agency or anything like that. Um, that's a little bit of a red flag for me, right? Because I'm thinking you're a speaker, but I'm not seeing anything that validates that. It's even worse if they go to your website and they can't see anything that validates it. So just take that little audit and and ask yourself, okay, so if I'm a women's ministry planner or if I'm an event planner, come to my website or come to my social media page. What am I seeing I have on my page that she can share? So as she's going down, is she finding anything she can share with her leadership team? So she's at womenspeakers.com. She clicks on your profile. Oh, wow, this looks really good. So she clicks through on one of your social media outlets, and she finds everything imaginable except nothing that has anything to do with you being a speaker and nothing she feels like she can share with her team to help them get to know you better, kind of defeating the purpose there. So the purpose would be what you have readily available for her to share. So think about, like, what's in your photo bin? In your photo bin, do you have some photos that have scripture on them, that have, um, that have you speaking in front of a group? Do you have any photos of you standing in front of, you know, one of those media billboards, you know, with other people at a big event? Do you have anything that she can say, yep, there we go, there we go, I see it there. That's the goal kind of to, again, decrease the level of anxiety she's experiencing, increase her comfort level with you, and let you be the one. She wants to pick. Okay, and then um, ongoing, what new can she share from you? And it's back again to that whole list that I just gave you. Do you have a new reference out there? Do you have a new topic out there? Do you have a new booking? Do you have a new event coming up? Do you have anything new you're learning? Do you have a new name she can share? As an event planner, if she becomes your follower or your friend, are you giving her anything that she can share with her group? Because um, that's the way that people keep coming back to your page always full of great stuff. So that's now I want you to take another little audit. This one is for your title. Now at webinspeakers.com you have the ability to um, put a byline and that comes up as like a slogan. And every it's pretty it's pretty pronounced. You see your name and then you see the slogan. So the slogan is the the CNN audit. Uh, my friend David Newman calls it the CNN audit. So imagine that you're on CNN. You're on news, and the little blue bar is going across onto the bottom, that little blue solo bar, and they've got two or three words that are going to describe you. What are your two or three words? That's what should be in that, in that um, byline right there. What are the two or three words that describe you and differentiate you from every other speaker? It should not only be at womenspeakers.com in your byline, but that should be like all over everything. If you don't know how to get those two or three words, first of all, go to marie.com and take the mission vision training. 
Um, it's 99 bucks. If you're a featured speaker, it's free. Um, so another good reason to be a featured speaker is to get all those boot camps and everything for free. But if you if you need to buy it straight up, just it's 99 bucks and it's so worth the money. It will take you a couple hours and you will have it. You will have your mission vision. You will have your three words to the three words. So this is important because you want to be able to have people be able to uh, grasp what you do, what your focus is, what your what your uniqueness is very quickly, and that's an easy way to do it. All right, the next thing I wanted to talk about is interaction. And the reason you want interaction on your page is because you show up more in the in the um, home news feed for people as people interact with your post. So it's one thing, you know, I, I have a couple people that I that I kind of follow and I, I like what they post, but it never moves me to like it or love it. You know, it's not that good, but I kind of like it and so I follow them. But I notice that they don't show up in my home feed. I have to go over to their pages because they're just not getting enough interaction on their pages to actually hit my home feed. If you want to get on people's home feeds where they're going to you at you know when they open up their things there you are um, you have to have interaction so the very best way to do interaction is to ask a question and there's some right ways and wrong ways to do it I just took a training course on it recently was that everybody's super busy and I know you can relate to it I can relate to it I don't really have time to go look something up or to sit there and really contemplate but if the question that's being asked is a question that I already know the answer to. So I loved one uh, last week with Sherilyn Cisano. Way to go, Sherilyn. And uh, you're a featured speaker over at womenspeakers.com and do a great job always. Um, but she just asked the question, if you could go on vacation anywhere and money was no object, where would you go? Oh my gosh, got so many, so many, so many comments. And I paused what I was doing. And because, you know, I had earlier my sister Vicky and I we got married on the same day but five years apart. And so we were thinking it'd be so fun to go to Bora Bora. And Bora Bora is just this crazy uh, island place down uh, Oceana. And I looked it up a couple years ago, like maybe five, ten years ago. I looked it up and I was like, okay, so how much would this cost actually do this? Because it's just amazing. They have these little huts on the water and the glass bottom floors. I mean, the floors are glass so you can see the sea life going under your hut. I mean, it's just the coolest thing. So I just looked it up, and for the four of us, you know, us, us two sisters and then our husbands to go uh, for just a, a, a basic a basic getaway, it was just $40,000, dollars $40, And in that moment, I realized, you know what, I really could never justify spending that kind of money on that. I would rather give it to missions or invest it in ministry. I mean, there's just, I was like, I can wait for heaven. It's fine. It's fine. But when she asked that simple question, if money were no object, where would you go on vacation? I instantly knew that I wanted the world to know that I would go to Bora Bora. Yes, if money were no object, I would. I would go to Bora Bora. Um, but it was really fun to just share that there and to remember that and to remember how much I trusted God that, you know, I didn't need to go to Bora Bora during this life. He's going to give me more than that in heaven. And all of those emotions and everything came up. And I took time and I stopped and I put that in there. Why? Because it was so earth-shattering that I needed to tell everybody no, but because it triggered an emotion. So I already love Sherilyn's channel. And she asked the question, and I had an answer that triggered an emotion. So those are the kind of questions you're looking for. You know, what's your favorite color is kind of just an easy, easy one. 
but everybody has one, and it will be fun to see. You know that 60% of people say blue. Uh, but, you know, 80% of the world is blue sky in the ocean, so you figure, oh, that's pretty normal. But if you can ask questions that trigger emotions, that's the best time. What you don't want to do is ask questions that trigger either too much emotion, too much negative emotion, or that are too difficult to answer. So if you're going to ask a question that's maybe a little difficult to answer, give us three options. What would you do in this situation, A, B, or C? Uh, like that. So don't, don't make them hard or you won't get much involvement. But if you make it easy and it triggers some kind of interest or emotion, uh, it'll be fantastic and people will like I'm talking about this a week later. And I'm talking to all of you about this a week later. Uh, so questions are just such a wonderful, wonderful way to go about social media. So I'm just going to do a little recap here, and then I'm going to leave you with, um, with one thought at the end. So remember to set up your own social media schedule in a way that works for your life. And like I said at the beginning, you know, the speakers that have been most successful, they do all different varieties. But one thing I heard consistently was that they all felt like they should be doing more, which I thought was kind of amusing because they were doing great. They're getting a lot of speaking leads and everything without it, but yet there's this sense. I'm never doing enough. It's never going to be enough. I could never be enough. And, and actually, it's okay. Just do what God calls you. What I do and what I explain in the book, Sane, S-A-N-E, uh, Social Media Success in 50 Day, which is free over at Marnie.com. What I explain in there is that you can get it down to just a few minutes a day. You can actually have great interactions. People will feel like they know you. Uh, they will come to love you. You will come to love them in just a few minutes a day. It does not have to be all-consuming in order to be successful. Uh, so play ping-pong. Ping a bunch, only pong when you have time. And I think the other thing I want to do there is to say a little caveat, because when I have time to play, that's what I call it, to play on social media, what I do in those moments is I let either the home page or my own heart just, just direct me places. Either I see pages come up on the or feed come up on the home page and I go follow that to the person's page and I look at some photos and put them in my heart and then I send them a little uh, personal message or more likely I I just respond like I like some of their pictures and I say oh great family photo or you know whatever um, or I just follow my heart and I just go visit some people that I've been thinking about lately and I just again communicate when you're playing just take your time and do what you would do. At a big party, so let's say you're at a big women's event. Okay, you don't have an hour with everybody. In fact, you don't even have 10 minutes with everybody. Maybe you only get a hug and a, and a couple words. That's what social media really gives us the opportunity to do. We can't do it every day or it will consume you. But when you have time, just go ahead and enjoy. Just relax and be with the people you're with, even on social media. It's a very fun thing to do. I often do that when I'm in the airport waiting. One of my favorite things to do. Okay. Uh, remember to just create one uh, social media profile and then copy and paste those items in as you open up. Create one Word document. Uh, by the way, if you don't already use Google Drive for your documents in itself, I encourage you to do that. It's fantastic. Uh, use it all the time. And it's great with teams. So let's say that I'm working with a women's ministry team on an upcoming event. We can share the Excel and the documents related to that event. We can go in and see an update and see the update. We can even be on it at the same time, changing things and adding and uh, pulling things out. So uh, Google, Google Drive is where you can do those shared documents for free. And if you just create your own social media profile one time, and I encourage you, you to use LinkedIn as your basic uh, 
formula for it because they ask you everything. So have it in a Word document online that you can get at it anywhere. And then no matter who asks for it, for whatever reason, you've got it. It's up to date. It's like just a, a current, almost like a resume, but not quite in that format. But it's a profile. It's a profile of you that's easily shareable. So just do that one time and then have it ready to share. Um, share, quote, share other people's stuff. That's just an awesome way for you to love on them while, again, sharing things that resonate with you. And that is, if I could just say one thing to you, whatever you share on social media, make sure that it resonates with the real you. Like don't share something because everybody else is or share something because you feel guilted into it or whatever. Share those things that truly are a picture of who you are and how you think because that's the only way people will know you. So, if you, so like if I was continually sharing pictures of cats, which I think are adorable and true because I don't, I don't have a cat. I don't want a cat. I, I like to pet a cat every once in a while, but that's about my level of interest in cats. But I think cat pictures are really cute. <laughs> but I need to be, you, know, you just have to make that distinction. It's maybe not a great illustration, but the one that came to mind right now. Make that distinction. Um, if you wouldn't do it, if, you, if that does not personify you, then don't put it out there. Okay. So the last thing I want to share with you today is an opportunity that we have with social media to actually support our event planners. So let's say you have been scheduled for an event. I, in fact, I had someone coming up that I'm doing this for right now. Um, I'm scheduled for an event, and I talked to the, the event planner. I just did emails with her. I didn't even talk to the phone about this. But I just said, you know, here's one of the ways I can help is that I can send you a little promo video, just like a two-minute clip of me on video talking about the topic I'm going to share at your event. And would that be useful? Show it in the main church service. We'll show it in the, in the women's group. And we'll put it on our Facebook page. Okay, that is a very simple thing to do. You can have somebody else do that. You can do a selfie. You can do um, an individual thing on Facebook um, and, and do a recording. There's all kinds of ways that you can do this. But if you will take the time to get that video, A, you, you have just had to for the video, you had to think in advance what you're going to talk about, narrow it down to one good story. So in the video, I'm going to just do, hi, this is Marnie, you know, kind of a little who I am, why they care, because I'm coming to your women's event, and then what I'm going to be talking about. But then I have to be able to include either an analogy, a riveting story, something like that, in a minute <laughs> that kind of summarizes up what I'm going to talk about but leaves the cliffhanger there. So you need to come and bring your friends. And I'll see you, you know, on the date. So really pull that whole event together in your thoughts and your heart and to say, this is what I'm going to be talking about. This is the heart of that message. This is why the women are going to want to come. And as you do that early, it's going to help shape the whole talk because you have taken the time to do that. So that's the first win. It's a win for you. forces you to think in advance and to be prepared. Number two, it's a win for your event planner. Anytime you can win for the event planner, kudos to you because they will want to work with you again. Uh, so uh, always try to win for your event planner. She needs all the help she can get. She's very busy. She's overwhelmed. She's got lots of uh, balls up in the air. I mean, she's juggling so much. And if you can just help her with the publicity a little bit, fantastic. And then it's a win for the women, um, for the women who are going to come because they're going to get excited about it. Yeah. They're going to be thinking about it ahead. And you know, it's kind of like, and the more that that soil can be tilled, the more likely the seed is going to take and get good roots and sprout. So it's very good for the women who will attend. 
it's good for everybody who sees it, like in the church service or in the women's ministry, even the gals who don't attend that event. Because I'm going to share actually something useful in the two-minute video, it's good for everybody who sees it. And then, fifth, it's good for you because you can go ahead and share that on your page as well and say, this is, this is one of the events that I'll be you know, speaking at coming up here shortly. And I just did this video for them. Hope you like it. And be praying for me as I prepare and be praying for the ladies who will come to the event. So do you see how all of this just kind of works together? You know, I'm a speaker. It shouldn't feel like that. I feel like it's just a natural ebb and flow of your life. And that's how when you go to somebody else's page and it's all about, you know, it's all about whatever they love, you know, it's all about birds or grandchildren or whatever they love, uh, that's how, that's normal. But you're a speaker. And when they come to your page, it can really have a lot about your speaking on it and be very congruent with who you are. Well, this has been a wonderful opportunity to uh, share with you some of the social media publicity shortcuts that I use all the time. And I hope that it's been helpful to you. I hope that you'll share this with your friends and also that you'll um, go to womenspeakers.com and update your uh, references and topics and get your profile all beautiful because uh, fall's coming and it's booking season coming up here right now. Thanks for joining us, and I uh, will see you next time at Marnie's Friends. Have a wonderful day and a great week. Bye-bye. leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. There is a huge difference between working for God and allowing God to work through us. My latest book, Flow Through Vessel, explains how to master the habit of letting God flow through our lives. When we try to do everything good for God, we quickly fail. But when we learn how to allow God to flow His life and love through us, we find strength for the day. Check out this new Bible study resource at www.marnie.com. That's www.marnie.com. ready to experience your best life possible and share biblical success principles with others? Register for the SPY Coach Certification Program today. SPY or SPI stands for Success Principles Intensive. It's a six-hour online program that equips you to fully comprehend and train biblical success principles. You can check it out today over at Marnie.com. It's available as part of the mentorship program, or you can buy it as a standalone certification program. Learn more now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Minutes with Marnie is my per-minute coaching service. Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one-page or media pitch, just schedule a 15- to 60-minute session using the easy calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com, to schedule your coaching session right now. 
Find your next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast, fun, and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. take a few moments right after the show and help me out. I am curious who we're missing. So for example, do you know of any speaker who is missing from womenspeakers.com? Do you know of a guest expert who you'd love to hear me interview on Marnie's Friends? Or maybe you know of a major Christian women's event group that is not yet represented over at womensevents.info. Would you just take a moment after the show, swing over to Marnie.com and use the support link at the bottom of any page to recommend her to us. That would be awesome. I thank you for partnering with me in ministry, and God bless your day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 